Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Shannon Feltis. And I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is... You, you are, are that. that. We are two sisters who cannot take a compliment. All right. We have a remote episode coming your way, which means your brain at some point is going to say, Hey, this sounds a little different. Let your heart tell your brain. Hell yeah, it does. And I'm into it. so excited i feel like it has been a million years probably uh like the like 15 years 2000s yeah Yeah. i tried going through all my old photos to find photos of you guys oh god oh god (laughs) heaven help us it got so awkward for me because i was like seeing all these photos of myself and i'm like nope nope i'm stopping now (laughs) i remember uh bonnie was shaving some kid's head and i took a lot of photos of that that's amazing. Oh my god, I've never even seen those photos. Yeah. Uh <gasps> give me a bit. It like it seriously <laughs> got amazing. awkward, so I was like, all right, I'm just not gonna look anymore for my oh own my sanity. Goodness. I <sighs> I love it so much. I have such a bad memory, so I took tons of photos in my twenties, and I actually have four rolls of film titled Warp Tour that are in still in their cameras that I'm like, I should send these in and see what weird stuff happened. And then my other side of my brain is like do you want to know (laughs) i feel like i should develop them before photo development ceases to oh that's a good point you know what's weird is i too have discs of photos and then also undeveloped film and it's warp tour also maybe that's a time capsule our brains like don't do it i think we spent all of our money at warp tour and i worked at the mall and was like i can't afford to to develop develop these memories especially as doubles (laughs) or we we build a dark room and everything's black and white done that's what we're doing new project our guest today is brian ewing yes he is fantastic if you don't know who he is you've been living under a rock because he touches everything you love with art Mm -hmm. and he's one of my favorite people that i've been blessed to meet in my life and i get to follow along with his life online and feel like we're still just i feel like i call you on the phone every day because i get such (laughs) good updates you're so good on social media that it makes me feel like like you're our cousin you're still connected after all these years family reunion yeah yeah that's hilarious i feel like i know you which is what people say about celebrities when they stalk them (laughs) 
Well, luckily, we're not celebrities. Oh, shush. You uh, are more celebrity than you give yourself credit. That's for sure. I don't make enough money to be a celebrity. There's a lot of famous people that don't make anything. <laughs> I'd rather be rich than famous. Oh, God. Uh, when I was living in New York, uh, one of the producers for Jersey Shore worked for VH1 MTV. And they were like, do you want to do a show with us? I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, we want to do a reality show with you and follow you around. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, oh, my God. And then I said that to some of my other friends in New York. And they're like, yeah, we got hit up too. And we're all like, what'd you say? And everybody turned it down because it just wasn't, it felt so uncomfortable. And seeing how, what happened to these people, nobody wanted that for themselves. Makes the art feel fake. Like if somebody's following oh, yeah. you around because you're something, it makes what you're doing now feel false. And the whole point of making art, the majority of the time, is to make something that you feel is real and genuine. As someone who has previously been on a reality show, oh, wow. it's awful. You you have to announce into your little microphone, like, yo, I got to go to the bathroom. Ew. And then you have to trust that somebody Turn the turned, microphone off. turned your mic on. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, uh, you don't get a moment. For art wow. folks, though, like, I feel like you already have inner turmoil about self-worth. Why would you want to go ahead and put that on national fucking television? There are more artists that will step over you and stab you in the back just to do that so everybody wants to be famous because they think that's the fastest way to success and mm. being like a good artist and it, it really doesn't work that way but people will still no, try it's not changing your clothes and staying in your apartment for so many hours and realizing it's four in the morning and your hands are cracked and covered in gross stuff you're never going to be able to wash out again and then maybe people will see it Maybe. <laughs> I hope you're doing art. And She's still doing whatever art. it is that's yeah. <laughs> no, I remember all the uh stuff on Facebook that you were posting for a while and then it just kind of dropped or Oh, I'm so bad at my Facebook profile. I am I'm socially uh inept as far as media. Yeah. My Instagram <laughs> is popping, but I don't like to self-promote. I feel like I'm trying to make my friends prove they're my friends by making them buy my art because I treat everyone on my Instagram like we're all friends. You also have to be 50% the, hey guys, swipe up to buy my art. And Bonnie yeah. can't possibly make herself be that person. No. That's why. <laughs> we've we've since met some like super real people and some makers that are really genuine. And the way that they post is more like, here's something I did. It's something I'm working on. However, this is why I'm doing it. I feel like this. I'm doing this. And I have a hard time being like emotionally vulnerable. I'd rather just be like, life's awesome. Paint, paint, paint. But that's not, I've been doing crazy shit on my Procreate <laughs> that I awesome. just started oh, that's using true. in December. It's like, oh. I haven't cracked that yet. I'm afraid of it. Oh God, I can't imagine what you could do with no, that shit. No, you would <laughs> die. fly yourself to the moon and yeah. not even realize you were there. I was weird about digital for a long time. And I remember back when I was in art school, I used to chat with you on instant messenger and send you like, here's what I'm working on yeah. in between like me playing Sims. I was just like, <laughs> I was such a bullshit, bad art student. I would half-ass stuff, like turn it in a day late and it would just be like what I did that morning. And I remember, and I think Shannon, I used to tell you this, mm -hmm. I was like, we're doing so amazing. And I like so starstruck that you would even like take time to talk to me because I was still like, growing we're always growing but oh. i was i was so novice and i would send you like little comic-y things and you would be like 
oh, this is really great, but are you going to like put in some shading? Like what kind of line work are you doing? <laughs> and I looked at you like such a mentor that a you would dick. just take time out and say like, oh, I really like this color palette. I like that you're doing this. I was like, oh, I'm going to go in later and like outline it. And you're like, don't keep it like this. And then maybe do a background. You would give me advice. And I was just like, felt like a little dumb kid. And I'd throw you some art and you'd be like, Hey, let me look at it for you. And then you'd show me what you were working on. And I was like, this is crazy. Your line work is so intricate. And it always made me feel so like clean. I could do better. Yeah. Bonnie's always been very obsessed with your line work. No matter what you're, <laughs> she would send me pictures of shit that you sent her and be like, look at this. And I'm we like, chop his hands off. Dude, he's, <laughs> we should chop his no, you're amazing. I love your style. It, you've had a similar thread of the thing that you do all the way through all these years too, you're which is really me a cool. Pony. That's what no, you're I'm saying you've got your vibe and you're like, uh, fuck it. This is what I do. I love it. Uh, you do anything long enough, you get good at it. You know, like think about your first podcast you guys did together. To oh, that's cute. You think we're good? <laughs> oh, no, I've, uh, I was this just listening hilarious. to your most recent one before you guys hit me oh, up shit. today. And yeah. uh, um, I could see you're getting better at, you're getting more comfortable. Uh, same thing with art. You know, like yeah. you're not born good. You have to work really hard to even be mediocre, you know. And mm -hmm. uh, with Bonnie... Um, because I had met her in person, I felt comfortable with being honest with her and telling her how to improve, you know, with what she's doing. I have nothing to gain other than I have a friend who is uh, willing to show me their work, you know. And the irony is most people never showed me their work, you know, it, for whatever reason, I intimidated them, you know, and I'm like two feet shorter than Bonnie. So <laughs> there's no intimidation That's there, true. you know. <laughs> You guys intimidate each other in very different ways. I really enjoy this. It's a nice balance. I like it. Oh, it's, we met at a really interesting time. I think I was, I wouldn't say I was naive. I just had like a really happy outlook on the world. And I just wanted to collect all the people that made me happy. You weren't quite and jaded yet. I wasn't. Maybe that's yeah, what it is. I wasn't like super fucked up like <laughs> I am now. But I, I feel like I had that innocence I kind of always put myself in a position where I'm like well, I'm going to try that for you their friend and then if they yeah. say no that's okay I still have my other friends but if we're friends like yeah I made a new friend and that, that was my 20s was like bebopping around and I don't know how we officially met did we meet on MySpace because then we met in person at Warped Tour when you were doing yeah. was it what the robot poster that? year god um, it had to have been here or Seattle I, yeah maybe it was uh the gorge or it was probably the gorge but I know I was like super hyped on it because like 14 of my friends bands were on it and then you ended up coming to my apartment with a band called My American Heart and at the time they were oh, all shit. like 17 and oh, 18 yeah. years Fuck. old yeah those little guys um <laughs> they're so they cute were, they were smaller like than me so that was better yeah those... well they were also oh, like sweet wow. sweet babies they're yeah. young and you guys came over to my little apartment that I had with McKenna holy cow it was yeah, so oh, random I probably have photos from that too oh my god please <laughs> yeah, develop all that that had to have been the gorge because then the second trip is when you introduced me yeah when we were in Portland oh. up in the forest yeah but it was the best acoustics. That was really cool. Um, St. St. Helens. Helens. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, we're just, we're just, Warped Tour. We're, we're just, just tripping through. All oh, the Warped Tour people will be like, oh, I remember. All the side sweat black bangs I you could it. find. It was so uh, good. <laughs> it was so funny because that year you did the gym class poster mm -hmm. where they had oh, yeah. spray can heads. And I was friends with gym yes. class. So you were showing me the drawing before it ended up. And we were like discussing them. And I was like telling you about their personalities. And you were like, okay, so would this guy be like this? And I was like, hell yeah, I would. And totally. so the, God, like right. when I got to see the poster, I was like, 
oh, he changed this up a little. This is so cool. And it was like all neutrals and browns. Oh, yeah. And then I got gym class. They were so annoyed with me. They were like, why are you having me sign this? I'm like, because someday <laughs> it's going to be worth money. It's you guys and Brian. And you guys all signed it. So I have like a signed oh, poster funny. of gym Aww. class heroes from you and them. Oh and my god, that's so special. I have a pile of posters somewhere, but I had a bunch of Brian ones oh, that I just I ran that. around Warped Tour and like stole stuff off of walls <laughs> because it was yeah. your artwork. It's pirate shit. Yeah. We pirate the things we love. That was pretty great. Yeah. So oh. you've you've done everybody, man. Hey now. Yeah, that sounded sexy. Hey yo. You're a real <laughs> slut. <laughs> Not You're an artistic no. uh they kept hiring me because I didn't get in trouble. Because <laughs> like well, everybody that would be on that tour were like oh my God, I'm going to get fucked up. And it was much <laughs> things I can't tell my parents about as I can. And I was always the quiet one who was like, you know, I get drunk, but that was it. I didn't hook up with anybody because I was still working in my yeah. in my head. So it's very classy yeah. of you. Uh, it was, I was so socially awkward that I wouldn't have, you know, thanks to you guys, like <laughs> actually, you know, like, hey, you know, we're going to be here. Let's hang out. I really didn't hang out with a lot of people other than I had like a tour manager, which was kind of weird. And um, <laughs> they thought you whoever, needed a babysitter. Kind, well, yeah, more or less. They're like, hey, make sure you, you get on the tour bus at this time. And here's your <laughs> your wristband or your food ticket or whatever. So we've known people that have been left behind. Yeah, I was so... going to say there's a reason for that. I was one of them. <gasps> when did yeah, you get that's left called behind? oil spotting. Because oh. <laughs> that's what the bus leaves behind. Oh, oil spots. Did you guys ever meet anybody named? Oh, uh, um, big red hair. No. Okay. Uh, nope. Blonde hair. <laughs> Nope. Okay. This was the Gym Class Heroes tour. So that was like 2005, maybe six. We were in Cleveland and uh, I had dinner with Travis uh, from Gym Class and my tour manager guy. And we're all just hanging out. And uh, the tour manager guy was just all over Travis. And I'm just like kicking back because he just, you know, was like, oh, my God, let's talk shoes. Let's talk this. And hip -hop oh, God, guy. shoes. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, we're done. And he's like, hey, man, make sure you get to the bus by 930 because we're trying to leave somebody behind. I was like, OK. So I get to the bus at nine o'clock and it's taking off. And, you know, I'm calling the tour manager who's like five feet away in a bus that's leaving. I'm like, dude, what's going on? He's like, I am so sorry. And I was like, what the fuck, man? You <laughs> legally, you can't leave me here. <laughs> you know, I'm a guest. I'm not an employee. Yeah. And uh, luckily, the Monster Energy Drink semi was there. And I had just met the vice president like a couple of months ago. And he gave me his business card. <gasps> and I had it in my, my wallet. And I was like, hey, I'm friends with so-and-so. Can you give me a ride to Buffalo? And he did. And so I oh, rode... Man in the monster semi was some guy named weasel strychnine awesome. that was his legal name he had a business I card mean, that said not? that and i had never been around anybody that did meth before cool. until that day yes and i was so scared and it was the most amazing experience and i get to buffalo i talked to the tour manager he's like i'm so sorry they had to ghost a groupie no she worked for them it was for like oh my God. or something like that they're like oh, we she... hated her so much but we couldn't fire her so we were just we got her really drunk and we we were trying to leave her behind in cleveland and you were kind of collateral damage with that oh, my oh God. shit it's more awful first of all because like it happened but also you <laughs> knew about it first yeah yours told you we're gonna leave someone be here at a time yes and they yeah. were still leaving early and yeah. he still left you oh, God, she laughing. pissed off everyone so even good. the bus driver and you can't piss off the bus driver on a tour no no you can't you bring that you bring him pizza no you <laughs> 
you bring them homemade cupcakes yeah. Yeah. day one. They're kind of the law. You always feed the bus drivers. That's yeah. the thing we learned is how to make friends with the bus drivers. We honestly were more comfortable befriending like catering staff yeah, and totally. front desk people like where we go places. We are the people that are friends with the working people because we are them. Yeah. And oh, yeah. It definitely makes a stay anywhere so much better when you're like walking through and you're like, hey, William, thank you so much. Like, we'll see you later. It's like a 20 year old kid at the front desk that I thinks you're that really shit. cool. And then you come back through and he's like, oh, I got that thing you wanted. And your friends are like, what? How do you know his name? We're like, we know all of them now. We live here. <laughs> I made best friends with a bus driver on Warp Tour. I think it was in Vegas for that. I bought so many pizzas oh, wow. and all the band guys, they were, I didn't realize a large pizza, the slices were as big as your face. I have the best pictures <laughs> of a couple of those guys holding them up and they couldn't have eaten one piece with their skinny jeans. It's just not possible. No. But the bus drivers were all just kind of like hanging out and I was like, Hey guys, like the bus barn behavior, all the drivers were around. I was like, do you guys want some pizza? And they're like, Oh, we love some pizza. Nice. And then they all knew my name and nice. all the band guys were like, how does Troy know you? I'm like, I'm the pizza girl. And he goes, that's what he called you. He's like, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with it. I fed the guys. It's great. You have a key to the bus and I don't. What the fuck? Right? Yeah. yeah. I could get on any bus I wanted to and I didn't want to get on any of them. Yeah. Why is all stuff in my bunk in the road, not in your bags in there? Like, well, Shannon well. lives here now. She doesn't play anything, but she's with us. She's <laughs> uh, we actually do have questions. Oh, right. Okay. That's true. This has been a fun trip down memory lane, but we and actually yeah. have an interview. Let's get professional. Those, the, the 2000s were a weird <sighs> fucking time where art and musical it was combined. A good, bad, and the ugly, man. And it, it was dope. Yeah, it was really dope. I just re think of all my bad haircuts. Um, all of us could probably the say Bohawks, that the the George Clooney's, all the the mullet. Yeah, you have such a huge burly beard now yeah. that I feel like you're looking back at photos, being like, "God, these photos are so embarrassing." But in a way where you're like, "I didn't even have a beard then. What was I thinking?" <laughs> it's I didn't know I could grow one, so I didn't do Aww. it until I was like 36. But yeah, I look at it now, and then anybody who knows me now has no idea what I used to look like. Awesome. And you, you have like that cute little baby face. You have like a little cherub nose you've got like a <laughs> you're just a little baby it's all funny you're so cute it's because like, you're taller that's just um, true we're giants we're, it's rough. we're amazon yeah. women no you have a cute little chair face and then you grew this burly beard and you got a look in your eye you're raising eyebrow seen shit and then the wild that's <laughs> like been in the shit bro yeah that's you know how many bikers like, come up to me and ask me about motorcycles like <laughs> really? all the time I don't even know how to drive. I've never driven a car. Like, I don't have oh a driver's God. license. Wait, I've never had one. Wait, hold on. Put a pin in that. You've All never right. driven a car? No, no. Uh, it's because of older brother and sister being assholes. Uh, mm. I oh. crashed my mom's car so many times okay. that when I turned 16, my mom's like, don't even think about taking driver's ed. Wow. And you're like, but I'm your good one. Yeah, well, she knew that later. Um, <laughs> so I just took extra art classes, ironically. And after that, I never learned how to drive because every city I lived in, I never needed to drive. I could see that. I live in Columbus, Ohio right now, but I moved here oh, okay. from New York. So I lived in Manhattan. You don't need a car. And part of that, I lived in San Francisco. And also... As a freelance artist, you don't go out much. Hmm. And when you do, your friends want to go with you, so they'll drive. Uh, that's kind of a bonus. That well, was my 20s. Bonnie and I actually both drove late. I'm selling you out too with me, by the way. Oh, it's okay. Um, we were, the only car we had to learn in was an Econoline van, which wow. felt half kidnappy and half take your family on a Mormon retreat. Yeah. Wow. And I tried to learn with dad and 
I felt like I was going to kill the entire family. So I learned later with friends because we did, were we just were too poor to have a car for us to total. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it didn't work out. We well just drove us. our friends' cars. Yeah. And then I moved to downtown Portland and didn't need to drive. So I totally see that. If you live in a city where commuting's easy, yeah. we grew up just being those kids that like would just jump on buses and go to right. a different neighborhood to hang out at our friend's house for the or weekend. Or walk. At like age 10. Yeah. Like we were super. Oh, yeah. Or jump in our friend's cars too. We had friends that went yeah. cool places and were like, well, I'll pay for your gas if you just drive my body somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I get that. See, but that was, that was my twenties. Brian was saying like, Hey, I'm going to the show. What friends are free? And then my friends would hit me up and I would have like me plus one on the guest list. Yeah. And if they didn't have to pay and they get to like potentially hang out with, with some dudes, mm -hmm. they a hundred percent lined up to be the person that drove and got that extra spot. Free music is I a didn't, currency, I man. I didn't realize that I had the, the carrot had for the wagon. Yeah. I just wanted right. to have a fun time. <laughs> Most of my friends laughed at me for doing warp tour stuff. So they wouldn't go. So I would just go oh. by myself. As I got older, it felt really cheesy. I actually went a couple years ago because a couple bands that I liked that had broken apart, like a decade later, got back together. And so I was like, what? And I oh. went with my oldest friend that went to shows with me and we felt so old. There were little <laughs> girls with their butt cheeks hanging out. And I was like, I am officially an old fart. Like <laughs> the, the sexiest I, like I got there was no, it's off rough. the shoulder band tee. Like I cut the shoulder off. And I was very matchy matchy and I'd wear like mm -hmm. denim skirts yep. that were a proper length. And I thought, dang, I look a little skanky, but no, <laughs> no. I, I looked like a 2000 movie. That's hilarious. I went in 2015 because I had done some work for that. And yeah. it was just like, what am I doing here? Like, I should not have come to this. Everybody's looking at me like I'm a cop or something. Oh, <laughs> you should have just gone around and taken everybody's drugs. Smell like the reefer sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah shut up man i'm high in life the millennials they don't do that stuff whatever green juice give me your weed they're about recycling yeah that's true you can recycle and be high as a kite probably <laughs> all right brian we're gonna go nostalgia deep on you hell yeah this is a happy episode yeah all right or it can be as dark as you fucking want it's you up do to what you, you want to do uh, however you're feeling I, I don't know. I'm doing great during all this, by the Fuck way. Yeah. Because you're a natural recluse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you don't want people to pop by your house anyway. I don't so. want no. two people touching my door either, no. dude. You you like prepared for this since before yeah. it was a thing. So you're just like going through your emotions, but you're like, cool. Well, now more people are online shopping. Perfect. Yes. Hopefully. Sorry, go ahead. You're great and we love you. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Seriously. Thanks. Brian, when did you know? That you were an artist was it part of your youth plan did you have daydreams My of art plan? or so very bible study your youth plan? Uh, was it so part of your promissory group of sunshine um or did you have like a moment where you're like this is it i think when someone first gave me money to draw Ooh. uh that's when i knew i could make a living at it i think i was 12 you know what? Oh, uh, shit. every kid grows up with the opportunity to draw it just they don't follow through with it after a certain point like I used to true. skate all the time and I could have gotten sponsored, but I, I went to high school and I was like, I'm not cool enough to be around the other skaters. So I stopped. Same thing with art. You know, like if, if no one encourages you or if you have people around you that tell you it's a bad idea, then you quit, you know? Yeah. Um, I didn't have much encouragement, but I was very stubborn and uh, <laughs> I was, I was supposed to go to a, a Catholic high school. Because oh, I had God. gone to a Catholic grade school. 
and we were poor. So I had to take like a placement test and I scored really high. So they gave me a scholarship. My mom was so excited and I was like, I don't want to go. She's like, why? I was like, because I'll turn into an asshole. These kids are assholes. <laughs> and I would take summer art classes at a high school of the arts in Milwaukee. And I was like, I want to go here. Let me go here. And the high school that I got accepted to went bankrupt. So I was able to go to the arts high school. Yay. And yeah. I had to audition to get in. And I realized I am not that good of an artist because I was surrounded by like a lot of naturally talented people and I had to work really hard. But I really wanted to do it. And when people told me I couldn't, I wanted to do it even more. You know, I love success in spite of. Yeah, I think that's that I get those vibes all the time when someone's like, but you're an artist, like you could get a, a real job that pays you a lot. Like you've done <laughs> management stuff. You're good at technology. You know, why don't you get a better paying job? And then, you know, you can do your hobby when you're not at work. And my brain doubles down on, oh, now I'm going to pay some shit. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. going to go, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to paint a whole series that just popped in my head. It's full of rage for you. And I'm going to finish it because I'm picturing that person telling me no. And yeah. then when everybody gives me high praise for something that I just whipped out because of my anger, I feel like, Hey, I don't deserve it. It feels fraudulent still, but also, haha, I told you so person. Who hey, a rage painted you some shit, bitch, buy it. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you had been given the opportunity to skateboard, Instead of doing art, would you have been a skater instead? Uh, probably. But this was like in the 90s, late 80s Dude, to the 90s. And this is all my friends. That's why I'm asking. Because I had a lot of friends that were super talented. I ended up actually going to school with this guy named Sam Hitz. And he's still a pro skater with Creature. So it's kind of weird. Like I went to a school where we were supposed to, like after we graduate, we were supposed to do something with our lives. It was yeah. expected, you know, and not yeah. a lot of people did. But he was one of those people that he wasn't good at art, but he was a really good skater. He was really short, so he had a good center of balance and all that. <laughs> so, um, years later, I found out he was a pro skater, and I was really impressed by that. And then a couple of years ago, I ended up doing work for a Creature, and that was really cool, you know. So Ooh. when Full they circle. hit me up, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I know Sam. Dude, I love that. No, I'm glad I didn't because, I don't know, I, did you ever see the movie Kids? Like, I didn't yeah, want yeah. stuff like that. You know. And skateboarding is so fleeting. Okay, so I have a bunch of friends that were skateboarders and snowboarders, and some of them got picked up by Oakley mm -hmm. back in the day when it was cool to do all these things. But they get old and decrepit, yeah, and then their say, bones it doesn't, hurt. It doesn't and... feel like job security. No, your body no. doesn't weather well for hardcore sports, and art's probably easier yeah. on the body. Like, I feel like you chose the right path. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I'm 36 going on 37. I got a few years on you guys. I hurt myself going up and down stairs. Like I, I like tweak my ankle and then for a week I'm like, God, should I go to the doctor? Like I can't even imagine having, <laughs> I'm sure if I did it every day, I'd be physically fit enough to like do a half pipe trick. But my wrists hurt after playing pro skater too long on a video game i get a uh, nintendoitis i think oh, that's funny. real i think the smart athletes pivot and realize that they have a brand and mm -hmm. they have an do audience the and they start a business you know oh yeah that's smart you segue into like clothing design or skateboard or customization or yeah, you be tony you hawk open, and you do what he does you open a pizza shop whatever mm -hmm. you know well i love that you became an artist i'm really grateful you became an artist because your art's pretty fucking badass thank you. none of it was easy you know so and the older i get the more humble i am able to become and i'm 
glad I can because there's a lot of raging asshole artists out there. And there are I realize I don't want so to turn into that. Well, you also are the type of artist that works with physical materials. You take a lot of time. You do things in traditional steps and mm -hmm. you can see the work when you're finished. You even have metallic prints that are insane. They all look so beautiful, like the holographic stuff. You take so much time and you put so much thought and effort into it that I feel like when I meet the assholes in the world, they're always that person that like painted a canvas with like yarn in their cat paws and they're <laughs> like $3,000 for this four by four. And you're like, oh my God, and how you have a million followers and you're selling me. What is my life? And that's when I, they're the really pompous people. And then I see the humble people with lots of talent making beautiful stuff. And those are the people I want to scream from the rooftop is just. But that's the thing though, is the pompous people make you want to find the flaws in their art because their attitude is key and then the kind people you love them for what they do yes you threw shit at a wall and it's not that glorious but also i'd probably praise my friend if they threw shit at a wall and it was selling for three g's <laughs> and they were a great human i'd probably praise that shit it just it's all in the fucking attitude well, brian yeah. makes stuff that speaks to my soul yeah. like i've watched your it's art true. your art spoke to me in my 20s where you were doing almost more comic-y style I love stuff. That. Like your your background felt more comic. It's like dark and mystery shit. Yes, I and, it. but it like spoke to me in that pop punk sort of way I love. And some of it was a little edgy. Some mm -hmm. of it was a little darker. It made me as a young person be like, art like art's so fun you can have so much fun with it you do severed heads you can do voodoo dolls you can do all the little things that like my little pop punk heart wanted that bleeding heart emo moment and then mm -hmm. i grew and i got to watch your art grow and literally like follow my, my that's really waves. true you've actually followed our age bracket of music so thank you for doing that specifically for us i appreciate it <laughs> okay <laughs> feels personal and beautiful right i think that genre of music was just there was nobody doing anything and i saw an opportunity and i liked the music and i treated posters as my way to learn how to draw better mm -hmm. and so you guys just kind of saw me trying to get better with every piece i got a chance to do so it was a lot of you know just awkward you know moments maybe you're not seeing it but it's not at all all that you know where it's like oh god I can look at it now and thank myself for staying with it and not giving up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, hey, this is where I was. I can't be embarrassed by that because I got better. You know, if I got worse, then I would be embarrassed. <laughs> I don't know. If I got worse, I'd be embarrassed. I'm going to put that on the shirt. I like that. Actually, that's a really good. Those are words to live by. I like that. <laughs> are you a superstitious person? Do you have any good luck or bad luck behaviors? Yeah, I do. Uh, so the place that my fiance and I moved into here in Columbus, it used to be a brothel. Yes. Ooh. Like it's from the late 1800s and uh, we rent, but it's like a brownstone and nice. living in Ohio, renting a brownstone. Like in New York, it would cost like $8,000 here. It's so yes. much cheaper. Uh. So I wish there were ghosts. <laughs> Like, oh, I want to be more superstitious, but I'm not given the chance. If you ever hang out with a tattooer, they're all, like, witchy and, you know, occulty and shit. Yeah, and they all everybody's got a crystal in their bra. They totally are. <laughs> they, they have tarot decks, and, you know, it's just, oh, it's it's frustrating because, like, the one guy I work with, uh, Mike Moses, he's my mentor. Super great dude, super amazing artist, and he believes in aliens. And I'm like, and he's like, do you believe in aliens? And I'm like, I want to. 
I'm just not given any proof, you know, <laughs> show me some. And so there are people who really, you know, I don't know if they're just trying to make sense of things. So they attach supernatural to it or, or what, maybe I'm just like not smart enough to see these things or. No, I think you're or... so smart that your brain, you use all of one side of your brain on your art. And then your other side of your brain is very intelligent and highly logical. logical. That's a really That's, good I'm point. trying to make money. You know, it's like, all right, how do, huh. I, how do I pay my rent with this? Your uh, business brain won't let you see ghosts. Uh, they would be you, distracting. God, a bunch of dead horrors. We think we have a ghost cat. Ooh. Ghost cat? Ghost cat? Yeah. So, um, do things get knocked down randomly off of the No, shelves? no. Sadly, it's kind of like a glitch in the matrix where okay. uh, part of all this happening, I had a friend that assisted me once a week with my orders. And he's like, do you have a cat? I was like, no, what are you talking about? It's like, I saw a white cat. I'm like, you've seen it. Like, yeah. I'm like, that's the best this place could do is a cat? Like, <laughs> this used to be a brothel. I'm sure people got murdered here. I'm sorry, it's a ghost pussy? I think you're right on the money. Just throwing that out there. Maybe it's taking uh, form of the cat. It's being very literal. That's maybe. So maybe in the afterlife you have a choice of who you want to come back as. Dude, that's so cool. Then I remember one time I was sleeping in and uh, my fiance had gone to work and I don't have like a real schedule except for tattooing, so I can sleep until noon. It's great. And one time I remember someone's tapping me on the shoulder and I'm just like, here it goes. Just leave me the fuck alone for like 10 more minutes. And that never happened again. I was kind of bummed. You told him to stop loud? Yeah. I didn't know. I was just like, I just need some more sleep, please. Yeah. Well, now you have to like announce when you go to sleep, be like, I'm going to bed and I would prefer to be tapped at this hour. (laughs) Yeah. It's this time now. You are welcome. It was probably at three though, because that's the witching hour. And that's when ghosts are like, yo, what's up? We're awake. That's crazy. We're like a culty for fun. Bonnie and I have um, both seen ghosts. We're lo- we love. This I believe shit. in some stuff. I don't let it like yeah. lead my daily activities right. by any means. There's not but... a crystal in our bra, but we're with it. Jesus. So, Brian, you've been tattooing for how many years now? Uh, a little over three. Yeah. Um, for like the first six months, I couldn't even, I wasn't allowed to tattoo anybody. I just kind of stand around and ask a lot of really dumb questions. <laughs> That's and how you then, learn. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You have to get over the fear of asking questions and sounding stupid. Yeah. And the only way you're going to learn that, you know, if you can't just Google this shit, you have to put yourself out there and really just kind of embarrass yourself. And I did a lot, you know, and got to the point where I could laugh at myself. And, you know, I don't worry because I know the way I look. And like when I lived in New York City, people would like stare at me or they would run across the street to talk to me about a beard. You know, like, why are you, talking, yeah. you know, I didn't run across the street, talk about your eyebrows. So don't run across the street, talk about my beard. Talk about your eyebrows. Talk about your eyebrows. Talk about your eyebrows. So I've been living in a very conservative city. Um, you know, it's mostly college. So it's just like bros and Aww. fucking chads and Beckys and I'm shit. sorry. I stand out and that's totally fine. So embarrassing myself at a tattoo shop, I can do, you know, like it didn't matter been tattooing for a little over three years and it's the worst experience of my life what uh if you ever want to feel like you suck at anything yeah. try tattooing. um bonnie I, I, I did try tattooing p.s what? bonnie tattooed me uh-huh i, I tattooed I, myself a bunch of times yeah you're alive still so that's i have it. a piece of art on my shoulder that bonnie drew on a post-it when we were in high school <laughs> and I saved it. And then it when we like were adults, it's two girls peeking through grass and they look like dolls. <laughs> and I was like, yo, you want to put this on my shoulder? And she's like, that's fucking weird, but let's do it. Well, let's do it in green. So it looks crazy later. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh, it's like ferns it was... and mushrooms and weird shit. It's yeah. perfect. 
That's yeah. Hilarious. Awesome. Yeah. I tried for a while. It's, um, but I cut my hand open and had to go to the so emergency bad. room and get stitches like super deep. How did that happen? Funky. Washing a pint glass, the last thing in the house that was dirty before I was going to watch right. a movie and she light a fire it my wide friends. open. We had popcorn okay. in the microwave. We had brownies in the oven. Bonnie went into the living room after cleaning the whole kitchen and saw one dirty pint glass and was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this one last one real quick. This will not stand. Ooh, and this I will heard- be fine. I'll just sever all the tendons in my arm. <laughs> yeah. It'll be totally great. It was so bad. I'll never oh, be able yeah. to tattoo again. I put um, my hand in the pint glass and I heard <laughs> like that sound. Ugh. Just before my brain even realized it, my hand with the sponge went swoop in a circle and I just sliced the Ugh. outside. The, the glass had come apart and I oh, sliced my hand open, had to go to the emergency room, get stitches. And then my hand was wrapped up for about three weeks in a weird claw position and it was wow. my dominant hand. dominant hand yeah anytime i tried to start tattooing it, i had to like rehab myself to be able to hold the machine wow. mm-hmm. and then the machine would vibrate so hard that it would give me pains like phantom cut pains wow. and then i just packed all my stuff up and was like i'll come back to this later and my brother-in-law is upstairs with a half finished tattoo i've never finished <laughs> of hops where i was just like i need to color that in at some point Every time you see him, you just hang your head low. He, he never dwells. He can't wear tank tops but... because only the colored part of his tattoo peeks out from the his... bottom of the t-shirt. Yeah, it's so perfect. He, wear t-shirt. he should just tell everybody that his tattoo artist lost their hand. Ooh. That's why it's not or just finished. like died tragically doing something cool. Yes. Let's start giving new stories. I like this. Just a different yeah. one each yeah. time. And then he turns into the liar at work. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> You've never done that at a party where you get asked the same question by oh, different yeah. people all the time. I used to tell people I was a graphic designer. I couldn't tell them I worked at Hustler. Um, and when I quit that, I couldn't tell them that I did rock posters. Because you get all these people who are like, oh, what can you do for me? And can you get me into this show or can you get me a magazine or some bullshit? I was a graphic designer because nobody wants to talk to a graphic designer. When you're just kind of like, all right, this person sucks. I could tell in five minutes. So I'm just going to tell them graphic design. I've been saying I'm a graphic designer for years, not realizing that (laughs) I was cutting myself down. Yeah. Oops. (laughs) Got to sound hella profesh. So you're a muralist, remember? I don't paint murals. Web designer. But, oh, that's true. Everybody wants to hire. I just started a calling myself designer. a merch girl because that's what we've been doing yeah. most of lately. Because that's like what we do now: putting art on shit, and then nice. that turned into us having a podcast. So now you guys are your authorities, or you are uh, uh, personalities. That's what Ooh, you are. You are that. See, I didn't compliment Ooh, you, but you got it. No, you did. I don't think we're we're authorities. Oh, we're, yeah. I don't feel like I'm a personality. So like, I'm gonna say I don't feel like uh, I'm a person. Most days, <laughs> most days. Not since I cut my hand. <laughs> Ever since I cut my I'm hand like, and put everything in boxes. No, I can paint again. I just, uh, you yeah. know, it's that thing. Also, when you're a tattoo artist, not that I was a legit artist at that point, but when you tattoo, the minute people are like, "Oh, you tattoo, bro? Oh, check out this one. Yeah. Like, can you do a cover up for me? Can, can you... you fix this? Yeah." Can you cover up this rebel flag? So you're oh. in a town full of bros. Like what kind of consistency are you getting as far as laughable tattoos? I'm very fortunate that the shop that I work at already has a like a very boutique mm-hmm. vibe and reputation. Oh, so I work with Mike Moses, uh, the Drown Town on Instagram. Yes. And then I work with Emmanuel Mendoza, who is Sacred Crow on Instagram. And those guys, the caliber of their work is so yeah. high that they charge like 200 bucks an and hour. it's like appointment only months in advance that's yeah. beautiful so you guys don't get a lot of walk-in like yo give me a yoga no they're also uh the shop doesn't look like a, a typical tattoo mm. shop 
for like six months, the mic didn't have a sign out. So we'd just be like hanging outside. It's nice and warm out. People would walk up to us and like, oh, what kind of business is this? And Mike would start talking. I go, it's a candy store. And Mike would be like, dude, you can't do that. I was like, put up a fucking sign already. Nobody can tell this is a tattoo shop. It's a candy store. That's a good point. What kind of candy you want so, in your skin, little kid? <laughs> uh, but with the tattooing thing, like, I think people are intimidated when they, when they walk in because that's kind of what's been put out there that you should be afraid of the person tattooing mm-hmm. you. So not too many strange requests. There's a few where we'll get like barely 21 year old kids wanting their faces tattooed. Ew. Or their hands or their neck. Oh, that was a major reaction of the, you know, Yeah, job stoppers. Jesus Christ. Do you not want to be in... Yeah. Um, Karen, their mom's going to give you a call the next day. God. And write you a yes. Yelp review. Yeah, she just got her hair yeah. cut and she's coming in to show she's it like, off. Why'd you put you know, thirsty yeah. under my kid's right eye? I'm so mad. She's stupid. So yeah, we try to kind of educate people as far as like, look, your friends might think this is cool, but none of your friends can hire you for a job. So mm-hmm. let's make your first tattoo on your arm or on your your leg or something. Like everybody wants to get their ribs done the first time. And it's like, no, you don't. Oof. Like, why not? This is what I want. It's like, how about we just do like a smaller piece on you? You see how it does hurt and then it'll prepare you for your ribs. Yeah. And you'll never come back because it hurt you so much. You'll never want to get another tattoo, yeah. even though they don't hurt that bad. No, but I love them. have this buildup that the, the idea is worse than the actual tattoo. This generation just doesn't know how to start with a fucking tramp stamp like we did. Like, uh, come on. I waited until I was in my 30s yeah. to get my first tattoo. Okay. And, I well, didn't. And I was a bad kid. Tattooing has come so far mm-hmm. in the recent years to where the art is so beautiful that, yes, my age and older, we all have reasons for our shitty tattoos. If mm-hmm. we got them when we had Rite of Passage to do so, we all have bullshit. Oh, we so have bad all kinds of weird butterflies. I have so many stars all over my body mm-hmm. that I don't even oh, like wow. the shape anymore. See, that's how you know how old we are is because Bonnie has stars yeah. and I have tribal on yes. my lower back. And art this is, is so real. beautiful wow. now. You have no excuse to walk into a tattoo shop and just be right. like, I just want a tattoo to have a tattoo. Because oh, that's everything. Oh, I want to be able to scrub so all my kind. shit off. I've saved a bunch of money. I want like a shoulder piece mm-hmm. almost over both arms that feels ethereal and kind of goes down my back but is like, I am nature with a bunch of negative space. Like I know what I want now. And when you're that young, you don't know what you want. I so agree with you. If I could do it over again, I'd have full culinary botanicals down one full arm and be (laughs) like, I'm really cool on one side with my dad's handwriting. And on the other side, I'm very badass in the kitchen. (laughs) That's all I want to do. You could put a little leaf of time right where your watch goes. I'd be like, do you have the time? (laughs) I super do. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Jesus. We have too much time on our hands. Ew. Uh, ironic tattoos are they're so they they do so hard though do you have any ironic tattoos no Hmm. no uh the first tattoos i had to do were on myself so that's ironic because i was so afraid you know you can have ink in your tube for your needle in your machine and you can go over your skin but not actually put any ink in but you can open up the skin did you like do it like super shallow where you're just yes yes my mentor like grabs my machine and he like does a line. He's like, if it doesn't hurt, you're not doing it right. Ooh. You know? So I was like, okay. Shit. And yeah, it took like 40 minutes to do a five minute tattoo. It was amazing. Uh, it's, you wanted to do a good job. Okay. Yeah. Thoughtful and about your work. 
Yeah, there's not a lot of like emotional support in tattooing. There's not a lot of people like, you got this man, you know, and if you don't, we're going to hug it out. Everybody just kind of makes fun of you. And it, it's kind of how they get rid of people who are in love with the idea, but not in love with the, the work. That yeah, you're right. It's a lot of work. They just want the name, but not the labor. Yeah. It's like there's yeah. so much more to tattooing than just being good at drawing something. You can right. be good at drawing something and it doesn't translate if you don't have the knowledge oh, behind God, it. No. And then God, you have all the other no. steps of like, it, it's almost like being in food service where you're like, mm -hmm. yeah, the sandwich is good, but I have to know what temperature my water is at. I have to have a bleach solution of this. Yeah. And there's all this stuff in the background where you're, you're cleaning, you're sanitizing, you're, oh God, and yeah. it's a That's blood a thing. So it's, for me, I was very paranoid of um, pathogens, cross-contamination yeah. of anything. Yes. It's, yes. it's, you know, she could go viral. Everyone starts turning into zombies. So you've traveled a ton of places. You've done a ton of stuff. What is the weirdest thing that's happened to you while you're traveling? I haven't really thought about it. Every year I get to travel a lot and my fiance comes with me now. So it's a better experience for me because I was getting bored of it and I was going to stop. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, do you want to come with? And she had such a good time that I was like, all right, I guess I can keep doing this. So it's kind of like a work vacations. First time I ever went to Canada and I thought everybody spoke English <laughs> and I was in Quebec city and I had just landed and customs are speaking French and I had a panic attack. Oh, no. Like, what did I do? You know, like what I'm here for a week for the work tour. I am so fucked. I don't even know any other language. I barely know English. <laughs> So that kind of freaked me out. And then I had jet lag and I'm in the hotel lobby and all the bands are there. And I'm staring at a painting waiting to check in. And this woman walks into my line of view and I don't see her. I'm just staring at this painting. I just want to go to bed. And uh, she's pointing at me. And then some dude walks up to me and it's Tim Armstrong. He's like, Hey man, why are you staring at my girl? Oh my God. I was just like, oh shit. What are you talking about? He's like, you're staring at my girl. I was like, I have jet lag. I'm staring at that painting. I don't know what you're talking oh, no. about. She and, walked in front of the yeah. painting and I didn't see her, bro. So. Oh my God. And the next day we're on the transplants tour bus and he's like, do I know you? And I'm like, nope, nope. You've never met me. <laughs> never no, once. Sorry, man. <laughs> Nope, oh god <laughs> i've had people like try to like kidnap me oh and, you know like hey you're in town i know bonnie did this i was gonna say didn't we do that <laughs> yes i had my american heart guys to hide behind if anything bad happened um but take out the uh, row of 17 and 18 year olds first right brian will be beardless <laughs> over in that perfect yeah uh i will be preserved in some walls you never know what you're gonna get when you're soft kidnapped no, it's true. Soft yes. kidnap. It's a gentle, <laughs> encouraging to go a place. Yeah. It's, it's a soft kidnap. I like that. I was so shy and uh, not very outgoing that if the opportunity arose where someone was like, hey, do you want to hang out? I jumped at it mm -hmm. because I knew I would at least have a crazy story to tell. And most of the experiences turned out really positive. So, yeah. I remember being in London with the Atticus clothing people. <laughs> And then Fall Out Boy was in town, so their tech crew was with us. And I kept telling the Atticus people, like, I need to eat, I need to eat. And these people drink really heavily. Oh, God. And I just remember hanging out with the tech crew, this guy, Brian Diaz. Uh, he, did, he guitar tech for, like, Fall Out Boy, Brand New, and stuff yeah. like that. When the whole Jesse Lacey thing went down, he was the first person to kind of, like, corroborate that woman's story. Oh, wow. so. I love the backdoor band Hot Goss. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had someone talk about a band the other day. I was like, hey, did you know? <laughs> that this guy's sister was dating the singer and then this happened and then this and this is why this song was written and then somebody had a song rebuttal talk about take back sunday Always. so fun oh god Team straylight run 
just for the record. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Really I'm, in John's, I'm in John's oh. club. <laughs> but it, that's so strange. Because, oh, like, now so we're weird. podcasters, so we, like, are privy to all this, like, podcast world gossip that is not relevant to anyone else it's so funny because it's the same thing as as the band world just being a girl that was band adjacent you were band adjacent a band friend is a different than a band groupie too so like you get to the word groupie we're just we're just you guys never came off that music world adjacent you're friends with the sound guy you're friends with the tanks those are the people you party with it's again all the cast and crew so where yeah. you're you know go watch the band play that's fine but like the guitar tech has your same dirty humor and jokes and you guys both want falafel like go on yeah. a hunt like that's <laughs> how friendships are born you guys hung out you didn't hang on you know there's a big difference. oh that's a really good point actually <laughs> we did hang out i'll never forget certain people that did pirouettes in an ampm and then inadvertently stole budweiser <laughs> and now they're famous not gonna say who but it was pretty fun. I love, hilarious I love all it's just things. knowing all the weird ins and outs of funny shit that's like those are our stories we get to carry forever they're just weird shit mm-hmm. i talked a friend out of dating patrick stump from fallout boy and i feel really bad about wait him. wait fat patrick or skinny patrick right fat patrick. oh that <laughs> patrick was, like was sweet he was nice okay yeah no then he got skinny and he got sassy and he got suits and yeah. it's like i don't understand you anymore I miss Fat Patrick. I didn't recognize him when I heard him on the radio recently. You know what? I will forever love Fallout Boy. Boy. When Patrick went his own separate way for a while, I was like, eh, I could take it or leave it. But I got stories of his recording session from friends that were hanging out with them doing music for Mm -hmm. some of the stuff in the background and helping produce it. So I was getting stories about him making his solo album and it was like (laughs) hot goss there. And I was like, well, now I'm going to listen to it because there's there's like tragic stories. The man's a poet though. He can yeah. he can so he can good. weave some lyrics that make me go like, Yeah, I did have a dictionary. I know that word. Thank <laughs> you, Patrick. Okay, you do artwork for a range of people. So you so do many. like Metallica and then you do like brand new. Weezer. And then you do Weezer. Huh. You do all the things. Who's your all time favorite band personally? Mm. And then who's oh. the who's your favorite band you've ever gotten to do art for? I don't really have a favorite band. You know, like when you, part of your job is listening to music, you have to listen to stuff. If you had to go to a rec store, you wouldn't buy. Mm-hmm. So sometimes some of the best people are in the worst band. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys could probably you yes. know, agree. <laughs> um, I guess going back to like weird stories, last year I did some stuff for Kirk Hammond and Metallica. And mm-hmm. so one night uh, they were in Chicago. So they called me up and they're like, hey, how far do you live from here? It's like five hours. His manager called me and she's like, do you want to have dinner with me? And I was like, oh yeah, totally. So Andrea, my fiance and I, we drove down and she's like, hey, is it cool? I bring friends. We're like, yeah, sure. Ends up being half of Metallica. <laughs> so it's Kirk Hammond and Rob Trujillo. And we're in this Michelin rated restaurant in a private room and everybody's like kissing ass there it was so bizarre and i'm just like kicking back like i can't compete with these two guys that brought all these gifts for the guys in the band i'm just gonna like chill and talk to my friend the manager because that's really why i'm here and i don't know what to say to these guys anyway and all these men are just fawning all over them so we had dinner with them and that was pretty bizarre and then uh, a couple months ago like I think maybe last year I was in Canada because Kirk Hammond had done this. Uh, he has his traveling exhibit. And so the manager's like, hey, uh, we're really busy, but do you want to meet my husband and I? That's nobody in Metallica for breakfast. Like, yeah, totally. <laughs> and so we go and we got like five minutes. We're like, how you been? So good to see you. And then all of a sudden Kirk and Rob show up and we're like, fuck. Now we can't More talk. <laughs> you know, we can't even shake them. Oh, maybe they're God. your groupie. 
Oh. So, well, oh, it was just really funny. Awesome. So I could say I had dinner and breakfast with Metallica. I love that. I've accidentally hung out with Metallica before. Wow. Um, my friend was the sound tech for a death metal band that was opening for them. So I went to just go hang out with my friend and he, he's someone I had known for like a decade at that point. And I went, brought a friend with me. We got to watch Metallica from like the side of the stage nice. and Lars, mm -hmm. I got really wasted <laughs> and told him, you got an old man because I used oh, to listen to Metallica. No. Like you either listen to country in our small town or you listen to like load rock. and reload. Oh, yeah. That's all you listen so to. I grew up in high school listening to Metallica or like ska. So it was like, if I had my own music, I was listening to Scott. I was playing trumpet. Oh, I wanted to be in a Scott band, right? I was that mm -hmm. girl. And then I was a little bubblegum. Crazy to move to Orange County. <laughs> then after high school, I went to Orange County a lot and hung out with a bunch of Scott bands. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> this was, was her jam. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just my whole life has been, oops, accidentally. Like I went to Amy Lee from Evanescence's assistant's birthday party at a pizza place. And nice. then we went downstairs to karaoke next door where my ex-boyfriend was bartending and I'm with Evanescence somehow. And her husband is singing her songs oh, to geez. her and she's like, oh my God. And my dad had a big crush on her. So I got like, oh, I remember she took this. a Polaroid for my dad and like signed some stuff. And I had That's like hilarious. a tour pass. So I, but I hung out with the Evanescence crew for like three days because <laughs> my friend Cyrus was on tour with them. And we just wanted to hang out nice. with Cyrus because we loved him so much. The humble people that yeah. somehow I just kept. They're like, all I, adjacent. I like, wouldn't have gone to Evanescence. Right. I wouldn't have bought that ticket, but it was super fun to watch them from yeah. the side of the stage <laughs> and then accidentally hang out. Sure. There's somebody jealous of me right now. So it's bizarre because I feel like the coolest people that we've met have been accidental. I mean, cool by popular recording standards yeah. or radio edit standards. Like we've run into some very yeah. interesting people just by just living life, not chasing them thoroughly awesome. <laughs> we hang out with the blue collar people and then we're like oh oh and then there's then there's those folks and everybody's kissing their ass that's very interesting it's weird watching the ass kissing from the outside you know those people don't realize when they walk out of the room and you're the quiet person in the room you get to hear the celebrity people mm -hmm. go oh can you believe that guy can you look at all the shit they gave us i don't want this i'll, I'll give it to someone do you want their mixed hey, hey bus driver you want this cd i don't want oh, yeah. it you yeah. get to watch the real reactions of, of them being treated like celebrities yeah they don't even realize i'm here because i just i haven't you're just showered them in attention i'm just a regular person mm -hmm. you become industry people that actually stands out. I think so. And well, then you turn to them and treat them like they're a human. Yeah. You know, when they're like, oh, hold on, it's my wife calling. Yeah. And you're like, take a call, man. You know, like, mm. it's this yeah. is real life. I got to go to Adam Lazar's <laughs> What? It was in LA. And I did, uh, Eddie, yeah. the, band, the guitar player. So he was like, hey, man, what are you doing later? And I was like, well, we're going to go to Cantor's, this Hollywood area. So we took him to Cantor's, and then when we were done, we just kind of took him back to the bar. I don't know if he was living there. At the I think bar. he might have been. Um, <laughs> I could see that. But yeah, so I give uh, my friend Ashley Dector. She was she was kind of the reason why I got the job on the Warp Tour, and we were always friends. She had seen my stuff around and just hit me up one day, and we just became friends after that. And she's like, "Hey, take it back Sunday. He's having a birthday party. You want to go? I'm like, yeah, I guess. I'm like, when is it? She's like, it's in two hours. So I drew something up really quick and put it in a frame. And I was like, fuck it. If he doesn't like it, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so I was like, Hey man, happy birthday. Here you go. And then last year I did a, a, a thing with house of Vans and taken back Sunday where I did this like huge art installation Ooh. while they played. And Adam was just like, I want to tell you all a story about oh Brian. My God. 
and he told everybody the story, which was really nice. That is so, so sweet. And it's nice to like feel like you did something that was memorable and like they took it as a kind gesture and not just fan bullshit. That's yeah. really cool. You don't expect No, that. not at all. So, you know, 15 some years later, like, oh, wow, that person remembered. Cool. And if they didn't, that's fine. It's fine either yeah, way, but it's so nice. When it's like remembered and yeah. appreciated. But also you have the gene that Shannon and I got from our dad, which is, <laughs> oh shit, go into a party, make some art real quick and throw it in this oh frame. Oh my God. It's and ridiculous. then it always, it always oh. feels good. You're like, mm-hmm. this isn't my best work, but other people don't know that. Right. And then it's the most thoughtful yeah. gift because it's handmade by someone who is an artist. Right. And that happened with Kat Von <gasps> D. Uh, she was having a birthday party and a friend of mine was friends with her. He's like, do you want to go to Kat's party? And I was like, I really think you should take a date. Like, <laughs> this is totally date worthy. Like, you are going to be so cool for doing this. He's like, I'm too afraid. Like, I'm afraid of these people. Will you go with me? I was like, okay. And then right before he's like, oh, hey, look at this painting I did for her. And I'm like, You're, we have to oh, take gifts? He's like, yeah. So I was like, all right. So I just ran through my studio, grabbed a <laughs> bunch of posters, and I rolled them up, and I took them with. And she came around and like did the the rounds of uh, you know like oh hey thanks thanks for the gifts I'm gonna put them in my mm-hmm. big bag. Uh, my friend's like can we get a photo with you? And she's like yeah sure. So she takes the photo and she grabs me and puts me in a headlock. And my friend's just looking at us like what the fuck man? Because he had a crush on her and I was I could care less. Like it's a celebrity. I don't. And want that's why to do she that. headlocked you. It's the indifference they're drawn yeah. to. I swear to God. Oh, it's better. So. Six months later, he calls me up and he's like, you're an asshole. I'm like, what did I do? He's like, turn on the TV. And I'm like, and then what? What am and I looking what? for? He's like, her show. And I'm like, who are you talking about? He's like, cats. I'm like, okay. So I, I watched the first episode of what? Oh, Jesus. Was your artwork all my shit's in the, in the shop. He's like, you're an asshole. And I'm like, I had no idea. Is this why you didn't give me a heads up we had to bring her? Because you didn't want me to be this cool Yeah, buddy. probably. He was very oh. competitive. So, and you're like, you know. oh, sick burn. I just have all this cool shit to bring with me because I'm prepared. Yeah. Do you feel like it's that like that friend who says, like, I'm so nervous. I can't go to this party by myself. You have to, have to, have to come with me. And then you go to the party in the moment <laughs> that somebody's like, oh, my God, come over here. They oh, ditch yeah. you and you're like, well, fuck. Oh, God. That... I didn't want to come to this party in the first place. And then I was supposed to be your wingman. And then you left me in the dirt. That happened on dates. That happened to you went, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. After a while, just like, all right, I'm going home. I'll, He's you know, a terrible wingman. Again. Oh. Yeah, yeah. People, oh man. But yeah, uh, just talking about like strange occurrences when you don't expect it and something interesting happens out of it. And birthdays. So there you go. You need to write another book. You have books. Yes. But yeah. you need to write a band adjacent tell all or like <sighs> celebrity, like when I've accidentally hung out with celebrities because I Nobody do. Nobody believes me. Uh, at the tattoo shop, I'll, sp- I'll tell them the Cat Von D story and they're like, yeah, dude, whatever. And then. They're like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, oh, I have to go to Pittsburgh. Metallica invited me to their show. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. You know, I was like, okay, really? you know, whatever. That's it, pretty it, funny. I just don't seem the type, you know, like I'm I, I'm so old. I don't want to try to be cool anymore. Right. Like I realize how uh, a waste of time it is. Yeah. And all the parties are just simply exhausting. Well, you yeah. know what? Bonnie and I have time. funny like music adjacent stories from all the time. So my husband brags on me sometimes to his coworkers, which is very sweet. But he'll tell funny stories that are like, it makes him sound like a liar because he's like, oh, yeah, my <laughs> my wife met Dave Grohl. And they're like, bullshit. Like, no, he's a really great guy. 
He's fucking. He was choking. She performed CPR. He's awesome, right? Like I might as well have performed CPR. Yeah. The way that he describes it, they look at him like he's the actual worst. No, it's cute. I helped him rebraid one of his pigtails. It was a really great time. We we had a great time. That's awesome. Nobody's gonna believe you because everybody's a little green with envy because you met somebody well cool. also we're from portland it's like, different yeah like, i've i've accidentally met ron howard three times right ron howard like why in yeah. in portland you should just kept asking about his brother you know? <laughs> oh, aren't you so-and-so's brother <laughs> no i just screamed at him ron she did like, I, she actually just yells his name ron at howard. him full name and that's he's her just funny like, what are you doing and I'm like, Hi. the person you were with just started running because that's what they thought you said Ron Harder. <laughs> I just leave. And Ron Howard looks over and just sees someone running from me. <laughs> no, I'm this... safe to talk to. It's like that girl's so weird. I see her everywhere. I love it. So we should do this We're or that. Do this or that. Yes. Okay. You want to go first? first? Oh, God. I wish we could stop Jinx. doing that, but we were made too close in age. Okay. Are you guys in the same room? Or yeah. Oh, you are. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. That's even worse. Surround sound. Shannon, you kick it off. Okie dokie restaurant or home cooking right now home cooking plus i live in the midwest where the restaurants are not good it's all Oof. chain restaurants Ew. after living in new york i'm kind of spoiled by good food so and getting to travel you you taste better food so here sucks and andrea and i we enjoy cooking so during all this we're not the ones freaking out at mcdonald's pounding on the door because we didn't learn how to boil oh it. yeah the cooking skills so are coming true. out things i haven't used in everyone's ever. a chef now mm -hmm. if you're single and you learn how to cook you are much more attractive to that person that's all i got married everyone go, go group on a cooking class for the future or do something online Buy a fucking cookbook, all right, coffee or soda uh coffee. east coast or west coast east coast west coast down south midwest you're an all over guy no i was just i was thinking of atmosphere um <laughs> i kind of lived everywhere so i enjoyed living in new york but it was turning me into an asshole yeah and Ooh. it was expensive mm -hmm. and and i loved living in california as well so if i had a choice i would move back to california nice. same movie or book <sighs> Audible. Ooh, beautiful okay high five or thumbs up Oh, man. These are tough. Fuck. I'm so good at resting bitch face. I don't get a lot of high fives. You're a thumbs and up. And when you give a thumbs up, they're like, God, Brian, stop being so fucking sarcastic. Why are you being such a dick? <laughs> I just do the sup, sup. I love, that's what I do. I've been okay. doing the sup nod at everyone, especially my fiance. Especially now with oh, the mask yeah. on. Oh, yeah. It oh, looks doing mask. I like it. Okay. Time travel or space adventure? Uh... I think if you traveled in space, you could time travel. That's not always true. Fuck. How rude. Oh, you're like, rotate, like rotation style. I meant like, do you want to go out into planets or, or do you want to, do you want to pick a, a time that you would like to <laughs> You visit? broke her. You just broke. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh man, if you like, spun around the earth the other way, um, then it's technically going back in time. Well, if space travel, if, someone would have to do it first before I tried it. Because going to... into the unknown, you could die. You know, no oxygen. Can you dip your toe in space, please? Because Brian's over here timid and waiting for the. Um... It, you could. It could probably break off. It would freeze, <laughs> and then time travel. Uh, the past sucks. You know, think about it. Like nothing was better. You know, except for uh, yeah. the environment was probably better, but like culture sucked. You but know, you could time travel into the future and see if all of this now. Let's see if that benefits us in the future, maybe. Well, that's why we have Matthew McConaughey. 
because he proved that you could travel into did space. Did he prove that? And then was he high? Into the future. You know what? Oh, he did, probably. <laughs> I don't like space. Okay. I don't like the idea of it. It scares the shit out of me. I also feel the same way about oceans. So it's, I probably would time travel and, and just hit up all the eras of like super hard parties and do that for like a week. You know, like Roaring Twenties been like, been there, Gatsby, done it, you know, and then get out there. I did cocaine with Freud. Just be like, this is where the drugs were fresh. You know, (laughs) they were, they were. Wow. Yeah. They didn't step on this shit at all. There's no laxative in this. We don't know what to call it yet. Can you help us? Cacan. I just get everyone saying it crazy. (laughs) I would fuck shit up though. I'm very clumsy. So I'd be like, I'm just going to bop in, see time travel. And then I would like fall over something. Butterfly effect. Yeah, butterfly effect. I killed Hitler. It's funny. You'd be like, in the future, we all have four arms because Bonnie did it. (laughs) Yes. So we are lucky enough that Brian is so talented so wonderful he's going to give away three prints wow. to our listeners that's amazing the yacht clubhouse the you are thatties god and how lucky i want three new prints oh Jeez. my god his stuff is so beautiful so fucking gorgeous and so basically <laughs> what you're going to be doing enter the contest it's mm-hmm. for people who listen and on our end we are going to post a secret question your cool. answer will be something that is in this episode. So if you've listened to the whole episode, you will have the answer already. And then you're going to join Brian Ewing's mailing list. And we will tell how to do that in the show notes as well as our giveaway post. And then he is going to draw three random people and send you guys magic. Winner. Oh I've, God, gotten, so I've gotten Brian mail before. You sent me your book. I had a bunch of stuff on my birthday when I lived in this oh, shitty little apartment. And honestly, I spread it all out around me and I just loved it so much. And it was the greatest summer of my life was getting Brian mail. Awesome. I think the the personal experience makes the the art experience better for that person. For real. Me stealing posters from Warp Tour that year. (laughs) That's so true. So, and I feel like I stole them and then stole you and brought you back to my house and then unloaded loot. And you're like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, I stole a bunch of your posters that were all over. You're like, why did you do that? And I was like, because I love them. And you were like, but you know me. And I was like, I know, but it feels better to steal. (laughs) So I won them with my hands. You're welcome. <laughs> your brain. She can have them, and otherwise, like, what would happen to them? Otherwise, heaven forbid anybody threw them away, she'd be fucking devastated. And just go around slapping people right? in the face. How I don't dare you? Know what this is? This is treasure. Well, what do you have coming up? Um, I know right now is a weird situation right. as far as group gatherings and shows and things like that. But do you have any things in the works that you're allowed to talk about, or anything coming up that mm-hmm. uh, yeah. people can tune in for? Uh, right before this all went down, I had just gotten sketches approved for My Chemical Romance. <gasps> um, That's cool. Yeah, I was really happy to get that. It's another one of those, like, somehow, some way, I ended up collaborating with them over the years. So doing that, a couple of Foo Fighters posters. Uh, Bless your heart. <laughs> Green, oh, Day. Green Day. And then maybe Deftones. No, um, no big deal. And then maybe smashing. You're, oh God! You're just killing my '90s so hard right now. I'm so everything could change. Proud though. of you. It's so great. Well, it's so crazy because it, yes, you do artwork for bands, posters, and it's all 
commemorative of where it was, if it was at the Roxy or the Troubadour. And it's cool to look mm. back. I love band posters, but you work with like people's idols. Like it's you're, very you're making stuff that is made for the greats and the heavyweights and, mm. you know, it's all different genres. Everyone's going to have a favorite, but I know someone who would cry over a Green Day poster yeah. and just hug it so tight. And Shannon, oh, anytime I'm she thinks of Foo Fighters, she crumbles. And, and I have personal nostalgia, but like other people, they're Dave fans for and you say it so reasons. casually. Yeah. You're just like, no big deal. I hate to like ruin the mystique, but it's not like I. It's not like they're calling me. I'm dealing with their manager or some agency that talented works for them. things for talented people that people admire. So your work is adjacent to their work in a way that's really special. And it's not even that. It's that sure. you have such a high quality yes. behind your artwork. You have such a thoughtfulness. You research and you deep dive into these people, and you know. You, you know what you're doing oh, yeah. so you're making something that is representing a brand gerard way my chemical romance he's an artist he's a comic book artist he's very good and i love his stuff he quit doing music for a while to just focus on being in comics and doing right. writing and making books so yeah. for him his band to have them reach out outside of him and say like this person's going to represent your new look for whatever tour this is it's it's you that's awesome yeah yeah but brian you're so um, humble you're not ever going to be like hey i'm doing this fucking fabulous thing you're gonna be like yeah these are just <laughs> the some things i'm doing these are jobs yeah I, well that in a nutshell is why you're our people i guess that really makes sense <laughs> and we love you so much and seriously I'm so, thank, you. thank you for taking time out oh thank your fiance yeah. for lending you to us yes and and the laptop and the laptop oh, yeah. and the Stay tutorial yeah. thanks See, tech I, support. I, I heard her going in you're gonna want to click on this i was like i love she's it so <laughs> i love it. she's a programmer oh, so, yeah. okay so to her she was like you yeah. literally click this brian like what are like, you jesus it's a pc you don't know how to use a pc it's <laughs> not like, a no, pen. I don't. god damn it leave me alone <laughs> it's not a mac <laughs> I just did a Joker press. Ooh, so yes. I'll be it's that. gorgeous. Does that one come in the holographic too? Yeah. Oh, everything. Then I did a Batman. Shit. Oddly enough, I've been very busy. I love that. I, I don't like idle time. Mm -hmm. Like I watch maybe like an hour of TV a day. That's all I can do. And then I start getting antsy. That's what so. I'm finding with a lot of my creative yeah. friends in this. So you're keeping Going yourself crazy. busy, but you're doing it for your work. And honestly, I'm telling you, you have been conditioned for these conditions yeah. in a way that is. Oh, God. Yeah. It, you know, people are like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> like, no, really, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. The only difference is it's a different hustle. Figuring out ways to hustle really helps, you know, and I'm able to not worry about freelance and I could focus on some of the stuff that I always wanted yeah. to do. And I can get that out of my system and then go back to freelancing. Ooh, so. I, got a, I got a whole household full of stuff I should be doing. And then I get tired thinking about it. It's been highs and lows, but. But you're doing a podcast and that shit. This hard. has been the one this has constant, been I think. Interesting. Well, and I've been doing a shitload of recipe writing for companies that That's are in a lull. So I've been like, okay, how do I help you promote your brand? But really all yeah. I'm doing is hustling and trying to make money for myself. Like, That's how awesome. do I help you help me? Let's be real. That's what I'm asking. So. That's been kind of nice because I have the downtime to do that instead of like being in everybody's kitchens. I'm like writing all the things behind the scenes. So it's been kind of nice, but. You're setting yourself apart from everyone who's trying. just sitting in front of the TV and not doing anything. And when I'll this lose is my over, mind. I can't. you'll be an authority on that. I can't sit know? idle or I feel like I'm wasting valuable hours. Oh, yeah. I get guilt. That's yeah. I have the weird worker's guilt. It's the poor man worker's guilt. You're grinding <laughs> or you're dying. There's no in between. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, it's just, there are some people who just can't really handle it and I hope they can get through it. For all it. the people that are at home, quarantined, feeling a little low, tell us all where they can find you on the socials so they can see all the beautiful things where they mm-hmm. can sign up for things where they can see your up and comings. It's uh, Brian Ewing, E-W-I-N-G.com. So just think of either the basketball player, uh, Patrick Ewing, or the guy that got shot on Dallas. That's yes. E-W-I-N-G. Yes. And if, uh, that's my website. So if you just Google that shit, it's the same as Instagram, yeah. Facebook, all that crap. So it kind of, it's all nice. Linked. And then uh, if you live in Columbus, Ohio, I work at Cauldron Tattoo in, in the short nice. north. Short north. I like that. I like that you live in the short north and you're not tall. That's like my favorite new thing right this <laughs> I'm minute. I'm average height, goddammit. Listen. The national average for men is like 5'8". It's 5'7". Yeah. Well, see, it's like 5'7 and a half. Yeah. We're not all... No, we're yeah. giants. Viking. And now comes the part of the show, Brian, where we get to shower you in compliments. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at that either. Perfect. It's like, cool, whatever. This is how we you do this. Take it. Well, guess what? You're going to have to listen to it right now in your ear holes and then later you can listen to it again when we drop your episode brian you are that <laughs> andrea is just gonna punch me in the arm perfect stupid jerk I didn't take the comment <laughs> take it and like it you have to <laughs> I mean, she compliments you all the time and you're like man she's like shut up you're funny. <laughs> so i think you are talented super humble about it you have always been that spirit that is a little bit snarky a little bit of like a friendly curmudgeon in the best way. And I mean that as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Those are my people. Funny. You <laughs> don't go with trends. You're not doing anything for anybody but yourself. And it comes through in you as a person. And I just appreciate you so much. I've been hashtag blessed to even <laughs> have gotten to meet you. And you're one of my my idols. And I looked at you when I was in art school. Like I was getting a free mentorship. Bopping on <laughs> AOL being like... Oh, Brian Ewing's on. I'm going to bother him for a minute. <laughs> I'm going to show my artwork. And you honestly, in a weird time in my life where I was kind of looking at art like nothing, you kind of gave me more feeling behind it and made it meaningful again. And I appreciate you. Well, that's good. Thank you. You know, none of this would have happened if you weren't outgoing. It's It comes down to that. I wouldn't have met you if Bonnie wasn't outgoing. Yeah. And I think that you are, even upon first meeting you back in the day, you remind me of a very... Barnacle. A very smart pirate. Barnacles all no. the time. Oh yeah, I did say barnacles all the time. <laughs> barnacles. Is that what, what you mean. remember, Shannon? Yes. Said, her. I th- it was like in first five well, minutes of meeting. And I was really silly, full of pep, and you were like a pirate. But you found me entertaining and shook your head at me in that little endearing way of like, "Are you crazy?" But you were always so nice to me, Bonnie. Her admiring you with art is very beautiful to watch also because back in the day she didn't have as much faith in her art and i think that people like you guided her to make her feel quite a bit more brave with what she was doing wish more people did (laughs) um and your beard right now i'm gonna be honest your beard is (laughs) fucking top notch it's amazing if you don't do anything your hair can grow you know (laughs) you know like i'm sorry because these men will come up to me and just be like so jealous and it's like You're jealous of body hair. These are face pubes, dude. That's all it is. It's weird what humans do with their own creepy fucking bodies and the things that we idolize about other people. I'm like, God, (laughs) I want lip injectables just to see how how pufferfish I could get. Like, they go away after a while. Like, you compliment people on But with you, it wouldn't 
you have a lip tattoo you got that was temporary oh, that has been with you your whole life. <laughs> if you got lip injections, you have spare tires in your face oh for God, 30 years. She never drowned. She floats by her lips. Well, thank you for staying up yeah, late no with problem. us. I appreciate you guys having me on. I don't get to do a lot of podcasts, so. It's well, amazing. You should do more of them because you have a way about you. You're very comfortable to talk yeah. to. You great stories. I need to be less down All right. I love you, Brian. Anyway, yes. you are amazing. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, thank you so much for being on. This has been a fucking joy. Yeah. All right. <gasps> Bye, okay. buddy. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Take care, guys. If Bye. you had fun and you want to follow along, we have a Facebook group. Pretty and, awesome. Yeah. And we have a Facebook page if you just want to like and hear about the hap. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you are that merchandise it's merch time yes so we have a merch store and it is you are that merch.com so you can head right over there and look at our goodies you can also find us on instagram and twitter under no you are that don't forget to high five us by rate reviewing subscribing all those good things that everybody says about podcasts do that to ours that would be so solid we would love it I used to chat with you on AOL, Instant Messenger, uh-huh. Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> Instant Messenger, Messenger. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.